0: Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I am so grateful you're here with us, and I'm very thankful to be your host. We'll be looking today at Jesus and His World, and we're getting this from Titus Kennedy's wonderful book we've been using as a textbook the last little while, off and on, Unearthing the Bible. It's by Harvest House, great book. And so, I think, is it Craig Evans has a great book about Jesus and His World, the title, as well. He's done a lot of good archaeology and proofs of Jesus and, uh, Blomberg and Craig Evans, Craig Blomberg and Craig Evans. But let's get started. Uh, Kennedy is one of my favorites and he brings out some stuff I don't find other places. So, uh, let's again get started. This is page 175. I'll just, you know, share a little and then, uh, share a little of my thoughts and all of this. So modern views about Jesus of Nazareth is what he's saying in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John typically consider these narratives and Jesus they describe to be based on a historical core. That's true. I think Simon Greenleaf back in the 1860s proved that great as did William Ramsey with the Book of Acts. But also view them as uh, mythological a construct formed and written in the generation subsequent to the life of Jesus by people who did not personally know Jesus and who were not eyewitnesses to the events. And that would be um, various scholars and really probably the mainstream non-Christian scholarly view that it's historical, but they added some mythology around it. Increasingly, however, archaeological data, and in particular many artifacts, demonstrate the accuracy and historical reliability of the gospel narratives. In addition, discovery of early manuscript copies of the gospels imply the early composition of the accounts uh, using eyewitness testimony. I remember, man, it was in the 2000s, I'm sure, that it was just uh, common that you would read in kind of mainstream evangelical stuff that some of the Gospels were from the 2nd century and stuff like that. You just don't get that anymore. The evidence isn't there. And also, it's uh, manners and customs, Um, secular writings about manners and customs. The the Bible is in that world. It's not writing. It would be like me trying to write in the 1820s with... You obviously, internet not invented yet, electricity not invented, me just guessing what certain nuances of the 1820s were like. You could get the generalities, but there, I mean, there were certain things, certain loan words, code words, all this, you just miss. And uh, so the Gospels are eyewitnesses. After about 400 years of science following the time of Nehemiah, Malachi, during the Alexander the Great conquered much of the own world, Greek spread far and wide. Known as Hellenism, the Roman Empire emerged, and uh, the births of John the Baptizer and Jesus of Nazareth occurred. Recording the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, the uh, birth of Jesus took place when Augustus was emperor in Rome. Herod was the client king of Judea, and the Temple in Jerusalem had been undergoing reconstruction. John two for that. A census of the Roman Empire had just been ordered by Augustus. And then in 4 BC, the prolific builder, the paranoid king Herod the Great, died, leaving his kingdom split between three of his, his sons and his sister. By 86, Judea had become a Roman province, but the governor and the Herodian family no longer ruled as kings. They were Edomites, by the way. Years later, during the ministry of Jesus, powers had shifted significantly. Tiberius now ruled the empire. 14 to 29 AD, I'll add. Pontius Pilate was the governor of Judea, 26 to 36 AD. Galilee was ruled by Herod Antipas, and Caiaphas was the acting high priest. Then in AD 33, Jesus crucified, debatable, you know, 29 to 33. Usher is very good on that. Reports of his resurrection began to spread rapidly, not only in Jerusalem, but around the entire region. See the Nazareth decree. And news of Jesus, I'm just throwing in remarks as we read. I probably should be differentiating, but I'm not. And news of Jesus soon made its way to the Roman authorities. The artifacts included in the section for the time of Jesus and the gospel were discovered primarily in Judea and Galilee with a high concentration in Jerusalem. The artifact types are varying range from official stone inscriptions to coins to artwork to items that might otherwise seem commonplace or insignificant. All the artifacts, ever illuminate narratives about the life of Jesus to demonstrate the historical accuracy of passages, and the Gospels are doing both. And I'll just tell you, in my years of studying archaeology and doing 1,500 podcasts on it, reading a lot of books and information, watching a lot of videos, studying a lot, internet I'm just totally convinced the Bible is a 100% true historical document. So God bless. Thanks for being here. You can trust your Bible in all parts, even the supernatural parts. And uh, please leave a five-star review, and we'll talk with you later. Bye-bye.